Thank you for joining the Not Now But Right Now listening channel. My name is Connell. And real quick, I just wanted to talk to you guys today about planning. I mentioned this uh, during my last episode, Blame. And I wanted to talk about planning. But before I dive into it, you, you all ever went into a place such as Walmart, Best Buy, Branchmart, anywhere actually, knowing that you had the funds to pay for something? You had more than enough money, but you just walk past it as if you can buy it if you want to, but you know you don't need it. So why bother? It has to be a good feeling. For some, I got to say, imagine going to the restaurant, looking at the menu, knowing that you don't have to look at a certain section of the menu. It's open buff. It's open floor. Get what you want, select what you want, because you have the money. And you can eat comfortably. You tip comfortably. You walk with a better step comfortably. It's reassurance to yourself knowing that you have what you need to have when you go places. And that brings me back to planning. I know it's something that we disagree with. It's something that we might we may not even care for. It's something that we may find tedious or why or just not worth the time. You get it. You get it. You don't. You don't. Here's the pluses and minuses to to planning. The minuses to planning is there are none. There is no minuses, no negative when it comes to planning. The pluses that you get when you do plan, you know how much you're going to spend before you go out to dinner. You know how much is on your card. And what's on the menu because you took time to look through the menu before you actually took someone out on a date or someone out to dinner. You know your limit, you know your budget. But here's where I would probably say, and I'll make an adjustment to the negative. The wrong, there is wrong planning. There is wrong planning. I don't want to say there's minuses, but there is planning the wrong way. It's let's not plan to the point we have no plan, but all of a sudden we have to make a last minute urgent decision because we didn't have a plan B. Maybe it's the same thing in itself, but realistically, who wants to come up with a? It's hard for anyone to come up with a justified, a solidified plan. Right when urgency starts to take place. And the opposite of that, I would say, is acting on impulse, buying on impulse. And don't get me wrong, impulse is good, provided it's there and provided that it's under control. But frivolous spending, no plan. I get paid and my check goes down the drain right when I get it because I didn't set a clear budget of what was to come next. Let's not call it a budget. Some people hate that word. And for some of us guys, it's. It's hard to get on board. We want to be in control. We want to take over the things that we felt that we should be taking control of. I understand that. I get that. But I also know my mind can only handle but so many things at a time. And yours work the same way. I was doing some reading 
And I recently found out, actually, I've been found out, but recently read up on it again and just got a kind of got a little recap over it that the human body, the atoms within our body is equivalent to 11 million kilowatts per pound, which means each and every last one of us that's listening out there is worth $85 billion per person. $85 billion, enough to light up a country for a week. Granted, now we're talking about extracting our atoms to the world, but that's just how much energy that your mind can develop, provided we use our minds constructively. Thinking, planning. If you know you get paid in a week, if you know you get paid in two weeks, and you don't have you don't have to have a written plan. You don't have to be necessarily by the books, but have some structure. Get an envelope, put money in the envelope, label it gas, groceries, miscellaneous, drinks. You put what you spend in drinks and on, on drinks. I'm a nice drinker myself. I maybe spend maybe 15 a month, $15 a month. Have a nice margarita, maybe have a nice Mai Tai, sit by the pool, read my books, post. Very rare, but maybe 15 a month. You have a credit card, you have to make payments on your credit card, add that into it. We want to get rid of that credit card at some point. I don't think it really makes sense to borrow money from yourself and pay yourself back. That we can listen to Dave Ramsey for that conversation. So I'll leave that conversation where it is. But imagine having a plan. What I did some time ago, and I do it often. If I'm going out to dinner in any way, or if I'm taking anyone out to dinner, rather, I'm going to do three things. First, I'm going to browse the menu. Before I'm going to this place, whether it's Seasons 52, whether it's Ruth Chris, whether it's a downtown hoopla spot. I'm looking to see I'm looking to places because when I get there, then, yes, I'm prepared to tip the ballet valet twenty dollars. I can tip the waitress twenty five percent, twenty percent. Go to a hotel. I can leave a nice tip on the bed for those who clean the hotel rooms. By the way, they put in a lot of work. Shout out to waitresses. Because some of it's, it's inevitable. But having a plan, having a structured, detailed, solidified plan. It's so much better than running into an issue where you're not prepared for. Now your heart pace changes. Your bloodstream flows different. And then you have to act on impulse or you have to act on immediate. That's too much anxiety for me. I I can't do it. I cannot do it. Now, things happen. Unfortunate things that outside your control. But I learned that eight percent. 8% is the percentage of things that you absolutely cannot control. That's outside of your your ability to solve. 
death in the family, disease, sickness that overtook the body, such as cancer, hard for the cells to replenish and regenerate. I'm not a theologian or a minister or a doctor or a psychiatrist, but I have a great idea of how it works. So why don't we take the time? I think it's worth it. If we sit to the table for, let's say, a measly eight minutes, no one likes to go oh, have another overdraft. Who likes to give give the bank an extra 30, 35 bucks? Isn't that annoying? Then call to dispute it, knowing that you could have done better or that you could have did something to prevent it. Some things will be hard to get used to. We've done the same thing for 20 some odd years. Now you expect for me to change overnight? No, actually don't work like that. One day at a time. Success is a long range program. It is a long range program. And those who have it, if they work, it's a double edged sword. If they start working on the other side of the law where they're using it for destructive reasons like scientists, I think they're trying to make babies and and or put two male animals together to see if they would meet. You take tools of science and you use them into instruments of death. Come on now. And that's a conversation I'd be happy to have with the most intelligent scientists. To see what element, what, what breakdown, what, what's the goal, what, what are we trying to analyze? Productive planning, a sound mind, a sound goal, productive planning. And when when people say goal, I think it gets a lot of lip service because you can tell me, hey, Connell, do, do you have a goal set? And I would say, yes, I walk around with a list of goals every day and my wallet on a fold up piece of paper everywhere I go. But there's no sense to talking about it if you don't tell people how to reach their goal. And here's what you do. Key point. Everybody has five minutes a day to themselves. Several, much, much more time than that. A person have at least an hour a day. If you sleep for eight hours and you work for eight hours. And let's say if you have a newborn baby, the baby falls asleep at sleep at some point. Let's dedicate eight hours to that. That's your whole day, right? 24 hours, eight times three. You have an hour within that window, within your days if you don't have kids, to open up a notebook, write down credit card, gas, rent, water, light, and you deduct that from your monthly total income. Whatever amount that it shows, which means some people make it at the the bare bottom like they are pushing to make it work and I admire it because everybody can't handle the struggle but then again God will put nothing more on you that you than you can bear so hmm. it's amazing the things that you can do when, when you're under scrutiny it's amazing what you can come across when it's it's a fight-or-flight response 
somehow you just begin to soar. And if you keep doing that, not putting yourself in that pressure, not putting yourself in a position where you have to catch up, procrastinating, taking your time, doing it when it could have been dealt with before, get it out the way so you can take that time to do whatever it is you want to do the way you want to do it. Proper planning. If you made that list and you see that the amount of what you make and the amount of what you're spending is off, meaning that you're in the negatives, unless you have support, then we need to find a way to increase our income. Yeah, we can cut back on shopping. We can cut back on groceries. We can cut back on spending three, four hundred dollars a month. But you still have another area that you need to work on. Otherwise, there will always be that deficit there at the end of every month. And this is as real as it gets. Some of us can afford to save a paycheck a month. It's not bad. There is always a good way to increase your service and double your income. A person, if you, I guess, have a, a low income paying job, a person can increase his effectiveness 50% to 100% within 30 days. Tested and proven. So it is possible. But then there's baby steps to it because you go out there and you want to be this big top shot. I don't want to say it. Not top shot. But you want to be this big. Egocentric. And have that mentality of a person. Then you're bound to be reckless. There is a train wreck at the end of that tunnel. So why go into it dark? No, what we're going to do is we're going to be patient. Sometime the night's so long. But the next day, the sun will rise. Night follows the day. Winter follows fall. Well, winter, spring, summer, fall. I have to reevaluate that. But you wait till it's daylight. Don't walk into a dark tunnel at night. At least you know if you're not going to make it, you have time. It's still a risk walking through the tunnel. Still is a risk, both day and night. But at least when it's day, when the sky is clear, it's you. There's no sound. You can hear the echo. You can hear the effects of you can feel the movement of the ground. You can see what you need to see despite the light. Despite the light of the train, because the train come at towards coming towards me at night and the lights are off. <laughs> come on now. Game over. But to tie that back into planning, don't put yourself or wait till you get into a position where you have to react based on the situation because there was no plan set forth. Have a plan. Be productive the best way you can. It'll be hard to get used to new habits because it's something that you haven't done before and you're trying to get used to something that you never did. So be patient with yourself. Give yourself time and do the best you can. Take care, guys. Bye bye. I will speak to you guys next week um, on relationships. I am pulling the trigger on relationships and boy, it's going to be a juicy topic. <laughs> it is going to be a good topic. Take care, guys. Stay blessed. Thank you.